What's the, uh, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Is that from this? Maybe. I imagine Tom Waits singing it. This is Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. video of the really intense christmas lights but halloween they're like halloween lights have you ever seen seen that that. video no it's from years ago uh ancient times in in internet (laughs) lore but it's like a a house that goes all out with christmas lights but i guess they do it at halloween too or maybe it was at christmas but they did anyway i don't the whole nightmare before christmas thing whether it's a halloween movie or a christmas Christmas movie, movie is all very confusing uh but it it has like the house like it lights up and like it's a mouth like singing that song. Uh huh. That's the only time I've ever heard that song. That's probably from this movie then. By the way, welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and see if they're any good. I'm DJ. I'm Damon. Welcome, Damon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird because. Uh, we actually speak to each other. You don't silently enter the room because <laughs> we have to like say hello again. Right. I'm not off stage like waiting, like going over my index cards. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, wow. Which is a clever play on words from The Night Before Christmas. I see that poem. Mm-hmm. Poem. Um, Narrative poem. I have a confession. What is it? I've never seen this movie. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. Have you seen it? I have. I saw it in the theatres. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen ninety three. I think I feel like it's ninety three. Yeah, yeah. ninety three. I saw it. I saw it with my mother, Phyllis. my father, Harry, my grandmother, Cheryl, <laughs> and my grandfather, Bert. Both wrong. <laughs> uh, and my brother. Jax. Yes. Well, actually, his name is Bert, but he goes by Jax. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and I don't know if it was that, like, I thought the plan- the movie would be, a- had a different plot. I don't know if I had, I think I had formulated what I thought the plot was from the commercials. And when yeah. I saw the movie, it was not that plot. And so I I found it disappointing, and I've never seen it since. My Did you grandmother- think it was like Grinch? The Grinch kind of I thing? thought it was... I, I can't remember what I thought the plot would be. I have My no grandmother idea what this did give it her standard one-word review that she gave to almost any movie, which was ugly. So you thought the movie was ugly? That was ugly. What's your grandma's Would name? you like to hear my grandmother's review of Aladdin? Yeah. That blue guy was ugly. <laughs> uh, oh, ugly. Oh, she Bernice. Say, ugly. Her name was Alno. Oh, Alno? Yeah, it was actually an invented name uh, from her mother's maiden name and her last name. Wow. They took Alleman and Neuecker Alno. Alno. So how do you spell that? A-L-L-N-O-E. Alno. Alno. But my Aunt Betsy would call her Allie. Aunt Allie. That sounds... I mean, it's still... Even though you It just still said, sounds like an old person name, even like though an, she's the only person with that name. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I bet everyone in the 30s was called Alno. No, literally just this <laughs> just lady. this one. What was your grandfather's first name? Russell. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So since I don't have anything to say about this, I don't know why. How did I miss this? 
Like I, it just because I'm, you know, I'm right in the right age. We would have been like eleven when this came yeah, out. Yeah, you would have been that sweet, but it just sweet age range. I don't know if it was maybe too creepy looking or something. I just missed it and never and it was came still back at that around. Period where we were given Tim Burton a lot of benefits of the doubt. Yeah, it's just a few years after Batman, and we got the Ed Wood was coming around then. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands. I can't remember if this movie was a hit at the time or if it retroactively became a hit, but let me fucking tell you, Hot Topic is sitting on a pile of fucking Nightmare Before Christmas money. This is, like, perfect for Hot Topic. Nightmare Before Christmas money, by the way, is the exact same as regular money, (laughs) Uh, except, like... George Washington looks like a lot more gaunt and is played by Helena Bonham Carter. And his mouth is stitched together. <laughs> right. We call them nightmare bucks. <laughs> and they can only be used here in Nightmare Before Christmas Land. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like this merchandise from this movie is tailor-made for Hot Topic. It's like basically what they built yeah. their store around. There were many a thin, gaunt uh, emo girl and some not-so-thin, gaunt emo it's, girls. Am I right? Am I wrong about this? Like, I feel like Hot Topic is for people who were afraid to go all the way goth, but like liked that aesthetic. They were like, "I'll wear a t-shirt." Yeah, I'll do that. I'll wear dark. I'm lipstick. not going to wear Converse that go all the way up to my thighs. <laughs> I'm not going to go that route. How I'm do not going to bend your knees. <laughs> hey. I don't know. I'm not a Rainia at the Rivergate Mall in 1994. I don't know how she walks. Who's a Rainia? I actually just did trivia for um, my office Christmas party, and Mm -hmm. that is actually one of Charlotte the Spider's children. Well, that makes sense, because she's a spider. (laughs) Yeah! I feel like a girl who is into, like, you know... Yeah, she like named Diant herself. Word, not Diane Word, that's a recent band. But you know, the Diane Word of 1993 would totally be like, oh, don't call me Alice anymore. I'm a Rainia. Yeah. Um, and she's like, put so much eye makeup on, she can't lift her eyelids anymore. <laughs> don't eyeshadow shame. <laughs> um, since I'd have nothing to say about this movie, do you have any fun Christmas traditions coming about? <laughs> Well, we've already had the Xanthopolis uh, cookie bake-off. That's a thing? Yeah. Every year, we all get together. We all have to bring at least one recipe with us, and then we make cookies. You make them there? You, like, share the kitchen together? All together, yeah. That sounds like a disaster. Oh, yeah. It's actually a lot of fun. Do you have a flower fight ever? (laughs) No, because we don't live in a romantic comedy. Yeah. I'm not played by Paul Rudd. Okay. Um, Thanks. Okay. I just think that would be more of a John I, w- Cusack, I don't know I how like. to know that you guys are having fun if you don't have a, some uh, sort of playful fight in the kitchen. <laughs> we do dance around the island in the kitchen with hairbrushes instead of microphones. Right. Yeah. That's pretty scary. Or like a rolling pin as like a really long Bob Barker mic kind of thing. <laughs> um, so we did that. I made sand tarts. Thank you for asking. Sand tarts. Yeah, sand tarts. They're those... a butter cookie rolled really thin mm-hmm. um, and they're really good. And you eat one, and you're like, I mean, that's okay, but I'm not going to eat any more. And then you've eaten like 24,000 mm. more. Um, so thank you for asking. Tyler made a delicious chocolate cookie with chocolate frosting and Malden salt on top. Mm. Bonjour. Very good. Where and do you Mom find made, Malden salt these days? Uh, I think he sent away for it. Uh, <laughs> it looked Amazon, like Bucky collected Amazon. box tops. <laughs> he collected all those, uh, the, the Coke tabs. Yeah. And he just mailed it in, and uh, Lucky from Lucky Charms sent him Malden salt. <laughs> uh, so we've already done that. We had our Christmas party, mm-hmm. uh, unattended by you. Yes. Sorry about that. 
some of us work on on one day a week, and it's the, <laughs> the day a week that people have parties. Um, and uh, we've got two Christmas parties this weekend. Oh, really? And then we're going to the Cleave on Christmas. Mistake on the lake. The mistake on the lake. Armpit of America, as a friend's mother once said. Um, they keep, that's used for a, a lot of cities in Ohio. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> like to throw that around. Akron, I've heard it heard, uh, Dayton, uh, where I'm from, I've heard sure. it referred to that way. Um we have uh, egg souffle on Christmas morning. That's a family tradition. I guess, I don't know where it's, I guess my grandma probably, Hester probably started that. Hester uh, And then, you know, as she got older, like more people would bring, she would make one, but then the ants would also make one. So there would be plenty. The ants would come and eat the egg souffle? <laughs> my, my aunt. Uh, sorry. Uh, I don't know why I did that because I actually hate when people say aunt. Aunt. It's, my aunt. Even though it's unequivocally, if you look at the the word, probably how you should say it, I can't do it. I grew up I, I grew up saying crown instead of crayon. That one oh, I have corrected. Yeah. But And aunt, pen and pen. That one I just stick a pen in it. They literally taught those taught us those were homophones in, in class. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can say about this. Uh so we had some debate on this movie whether we should we, we knew we wanted to cover it because yeah. it's a movie that our people our age still talk about. And people wear lots of t-shirts, have stickers, like oh, the backpack patches. Fuck off. But there's also some confusion. Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas mm. movie? Because obviously it's – well, I don't know what it's about because I haven't seen it. But it's about Christmas, but he's from like a Halloween place, mm-hmm. Halloween town or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, I only know context clues, but uh, you keep looking at me like I'm like not giving away any clues. <laughs> you like don't he's from a Halloween town. Don't spoil it. Poker face. Yeah, I will say this, uh, dear listener. He's giving away nothing. I have no idea. Plan it cool. Yeah. So we decided that it's it has the word Christmas in the title, so therefore it's Christmas. Movie. It was released on October 29th. But I feel like Which that's is also now, so close to Halloween that they yeah. were like, we're going to hedge our bets, and it's going to coast through November, and we they knew what they were doing. Well, and over the last 24 years, that has now become part of the Christmas season. That is season. officially Halloween. That is the first day of Christmas is Halloween. Christmas season begins on August 1st yeah. and ends on July 31st. <laughs> <laughs> I hate taking the decorations down just to put them up again tomorrow. Yeah. Really bummed. Um, okay, so we're going to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's on Netflix as of December 2017 AD. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I know You don't know what's going to happen with the whole net neutrality thing. They might like start over. A whole like, new era. Yeah. So we're going to take a minute to watch the movie, and we'll be right back. Are you looking for ideas? For your family and friends for this holiday season? I am. Thank you for asking that very personal question. Why don't you uh, sign them up for Patreon? Can you do that? Can you sign somebody else up? I actually can't back that up. Well, we have a Patreon page. Patreon.com slash your inner child's an idiot. Either way, we've got a page. You can become a part of our community, uh, get cool stuff, get your name read in those credits, all that good stuff, and uh, we'll get your money. Yeah. Tit for tat. Just the old tat tip. Uh, tat it up tip. I don't think you're allowed to say it like that. I like to get a, Damon, a, a racing flag, like a checkerboard flag on my tip. 
That's my tit tat. <laughs> That's the tat from a tit. Happy holidays from us to you. Season's greetings. That is the attitude I look forward to when we come back from a movie. We watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton produced. I actually just got lost in the clearance rack of a Hot Topic. That that was my... He didn't direct this. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It gets known as the Tim Burton's of the Nightmare uh, Before Tim Burton's Christmas. That's what it's known as officially in the Library of Congress. But he didn't actually direct it. I mean, it's so Burton-esque. Yeah, because all the, the mainly all the snakes have stripes. That's what yeah. we mean when we say Burton esque. And Otho is in it. Snakes. <laughs> yeah. And Otho is in it. Glenn Shadex <laughs> makes an appearance. I don't know how you get more Burton esque. Yeah. Um, and someone seems like he's Vincent Price. Okay, you want to synopsize this real quick, just in case you didn't get to rewatch it? Damon yeah. is going to synopsize it for you. Real quick, go, Damon. Uh, in this universe, there are, I don't like that. This is your flag, your go flag on my team. Oh, because the checkerboard. Yeah. The checker, yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) If you can spin it in a circle, you win, I think. Uh, so in this universe, uh, there are, um, seven different towns for holidays. Uh, there's a Christmas town and a Halloween town and others. St. Patrick's Day has a town. <laughs> I was like, that seems a bit generous. <laughs> town door on trees only thing. Only Judeo-Christian holidays. Don't get out of here with your Ramadan. And American. Thanksgiving gets a day. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie primarily takes place in Halloween town, which has a mayor, but mainly is... Run by uh, the Pumpkin King, Jack Skellington. Yeah. Um, they We meet them on Halloween. They're having their busiest day of the year. Um, and uh, at the end, we learn that Jack does not like Halloween. He's bored by Halloween. Um, he feels like he's just done it hundreds of times before. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes wandering that day, stumbles into Christmas Town, sees all their traditions uh, and how new and different they are, sings Colorful. a song about it. And he decides that uh, this Halloween, or this Christmas, Halloween Town's going to take over Christmas. So uh, they kidnap Santa Claus. Their takeaway is to kidnap Santa Claus. They start making Christmas decorations, and um, then he goes on Santa's big ride. Mm. Uh, It's called a sleigh. uh, Yeah. His big... uh, (laughs) His souped hog. up Chevy jumps on Santa's uh, hog <laughs> uh, with some skeletal reindeer mm-hmm. and uh, gives away uh, slightly creepy gifts, pertness gifts, by mm. which I again I mean striped snakes. Yeah, uh, and um, then uh, Santa is being held hostage by an oogie boogie man. Yeah, boogie man. They call uh, which oogie Jack Skellington realizes he's fucked up Christmas. He's got to save it by getting Santa back, and uh, then he does that. Yeah. Goal. And then he achieves that goal. They sort of acknowledge each other's own holiday. Then he fucks Catherine O'Hara, is my takeaway. Yes. Yeah. Presumably. Graphically. 
Yeah, That's why they rated it PG. Well, we had the extended cut. That yeah. was not in theatrical release. Yeah, that's the basic gist of it. Um, did not realize he was supposed to be a pumpkin. Uh, is he a pumpkin? I mean, his head is, when the, in the first scene, is a pumpkin on fire until he puts it out. And then he's... Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes more sense, because I was like... Because he's kind of a skeleton, but he's kind of like a pumpkin, too. First question that arose in the movie... Yeah. Oh, actually, let me just say, one of the first ten questions I had in this movie yeah. was the politics of Halloween Town. They have a mayor, yeah. Glenn Shadix, mm-hmm. but they, he doesn't seem to really have all that much power because well, he Jack says, Skellington is the yeah. most popular guy in town. He even says that. He's like, I'm an elected official. I can't make my own decisions or something like that. Yeah, he does have Zing. a... Zing. <laughs> take that, take government. That. Clowns, clowns in Congress. I'll tell you um, what. Those clowns are clowns. Uh, oh, that's and you know what I love about movies? It's like a, <laughs> a hero you can root for, such as the most popular guy in town. That's yeah. always... Mm-hmm. Ready, I'm ready to get behind you, guy yeah. who everyone loves. Yeah, he's like the king. Uh, he's like of above the mayor, at least. Maybe he's just so popular. Yeah, I think my takeaway was, like, everyone loves him because he's the scariest guy around. Yeah. But uh, don't worry. That is threatened um, during the course of the movie at no time. Everyone loves him throughout. No one ever yeah, questions his motives. He's kind of got his own problem. It's like a depression-based It's problem. a very emo problem. I yeah. understand why this resonates. It's just like it's all in his head. Yeah. You know, there are no problems. He's the most popular guy in town. He pretty much runs the place. Everyone loves him, but he doesn't like Halloween as much <laughs> as he used to. He is uh, actually interesting you said that because I'm realizing now that I could have used more like character development because not I mean, of our main character, even like obviously the Sally, the the love interest is really thinly painted, and the other everyone is thinly painted. But like even Jack, like where where we get we get a whole I wish song about how he's tired of yeah uh, of Halloween and stuff. But I and but then when he embraces Christmas, he like embraces it with gusto. But I'm realizing like I don't understand him at all. I mean, I think he is probably the most developed character of yes everyone. Yeah. Uh, in that we actually know something he wants. Right. And I guess Sally Christmas. wants Jack. <laughs> That's about it, yeah. That's about her character. And apparently we learn about halfway through she's psychic. And can has some sort of green, like, Christmassy... Is that, was that actual That was powers? a vision. She, oh, no, a that vision. was a vision okay. she was having. Okay, I got it. Uh, so, <laughs> I think the audience has already sensed... Uh, Anyway, um, everyone in town also, in Halloween Town, yeah. like, at first it seems like, oh, they're kind of playfully, like, oh, they're ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. But there are points where I'm like, no, these people are genuinely evil. Yeah. And I'm like, am I supposed to be, like, there's the scientist who uh, seems to have enslaved Sally, and she just wants to leave. And we created her. She's like a Frankenstein. Right. She's a Frankenstein. He's like a Victor Frankenstein type deal. Um and she's enslaved to him, I guess, but she, she keeps, keeps trying to escape, she keeps and she keeps poisoning him. him. We have children kidnap Santa Claus and yeah. then try and feed him to a boogeyman. Yeah. And the movie wants me to, my takeaway to be, oh, the boogeyman's the bad guy. And I'm like, those three fucking kids 
need to be killed. It's we like need to put them to death. We use the analogy. It's like getting mad at the Sarlacc at the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> in, uh, was which one was that? Return of the Jedi. All right, Jabba, you're good, but we got to deal with this Sarlacc. Yeah, it's problem. like he's just doing what he does, man. We're just, you know, it's it's Jabba that's a bad. I guy. do feel bad. I think don't they shoot his little tentacle with yeah. a laser or something? Oh, come on, come on, just eat Boba Fett and enjoy it. Um, there's a. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. This whole town is. We ate. We, yeah, we watched it while we were eating. That's not recommended. Well, yeah. This is also. This is what I always feared <laughs> when I watched Mister Rogers. You know the puppet, <laughs> like the king and the uh-huh. which what's that called? King they, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, when he goes, he goes to the that town and he's got all the puppets. This it's is the neighborhood of make believe. Thank you, DJ. When he goes to the I neighborhood mean, of make, thank you. This is what I always, like, this is the next step. Like, this is what I always imagined that place would turn into if you, like, stayed there a little too long or Right, something. if you don't get get on the trolley when it's yeah, heading out. Yeah, Well, that's my train. That should be. Or if you're a bad kid that doesn't, like, change into your inside shoes when you come in. <laughs> <laughs> I was not one of those families. The Xanthopolis house was not one of those where it's like, take your shoes off. Oh, no. It was like, yeah. keep your shoes off the yes. couch. But it was, yeah. when I would go to other families' houses, I'm like, Jesus Christ, why is everyone nuts? I didn't ever take my shoes off until I was the one that had to vacuum and sweep my house. And then I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, a horrible puppet show, this place. Yeah, it was very visceral, was my first yes. note. Yeah. Um, just a lot of bugs, and uh, I know some people find it charming, and I find it charming. Maybe if I hadn't been eating, like, uh, chicken thigh at the time while I was, like, trying to watch it. Uh, I have – this This is a, a common thing when – it's like a Beetlejuice-type thing, too, where, like, the jokey after underworld kind of thing where it's, like, it's, like, scary, but it's, like, kids' movie scary uh-huh. where they have, like – like, are these people all dead? Actual people? Like, I can't help but think about the real, like, did these people all die and then become ghosts and now they live in Halloween Town? Like, they're clearly right. not, but they're also, some of them are, like, there's a guy with an axe in his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I guess they're all just sort of, like, spirits there for haunting or, in the case of Christmas Town, therefore spreading good cheer well see santa that was another thing i was confused by like santa and santa town is actually santa like he goes and yeah. travels to earth right um and delivers presents to all the gentile children <laughs> and um but these but in halloween town like well i mean we don't have like a we do our own legwork in on Halloween. Right. We got to put on our costumes and go get our own candy. No one does that for us. So what the fuck does Jack Skellington do? When, that he's the most popular guy in town. And he's so sad. When we did, we didn't see, because we always, when the movie begins, we see them like coming back from Halloween. Yeah, they're like, like oh, Halloween's. another day in the coal mines, huh? And I'm like, a, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. And so we don't see there, unlike with Christmas, where we do see some interaction with mm-hmm. the with the quote They're unquote like building real world. bears and things. Well, we we get to see him in the real world when he's giving out the terrible presents, right? And and then Santa fixing it later. But we don't see that with Halloween, so we don't really know what they do. Maybe in this world, like it's like it's like Christmas. Like the one thing that I think you wanted to you mentioned later. Who could say? Who could say? T- Have I written it down? I don't know. Was well, they don't. They don't fall prey to the Santa fallacy in this 
which is your pet peeve. Let me just cross that off. Yeah. So yeah, the people on Earth know that Santa exists and yeah. he delivers their presence. There's no confusion about it. Right. And, and they know what Santa doesn't look like, which is a horrific ghoul in right. this creepy suit. Yeah, just to if, just in case this is your first episode, we've discussed the Santa fallacy before, but basically it, it's when in Christmas movies like Miracle on 34th Street or the Santa Claus or whatever, they exist in a world where Santa does exist. But everyone is still confused as to who the fuck's delivering all these presents. Yeah, but then when they encounter actual Santa Claus, they're like, well, who, like, they, they, they you can't be in my house. Yeah, they treat it like it's the real world when it's like, who do you think is fucking delivering the presents? <laughs> but in this world, they don't do- leave your dog out on Christmas Eve. You know, an old man's coming. Yeah. An old Dutch guy is going to deliver fucking presents to your kids. And he they- saved you a bunch of money. <laughs> Um, but in this, they don't fall prey, which is nice. One point in its favor. Uh, but I, I'm presuming that I'll I guess a one here. <laughs> keep the score. Um, we have, I guess, Halloween is the same, where there are ghouls and goblins that come to like scare people. So they sure. I guess a haunted house. You don't have to pay somebody five dollars an hour to scare people. It's not a big like quibble with the movie. It was just sort no. of like what? What no, are you doing? I, it's definitely not like. A big deal, and I definitely wouldn't have cared if I saw this when I was younger. But it, I can't help but wonder about the mythology. Like, if if we were to dig deep, like, what's going on here? But there are a few moments where I feel like the movie coasts as if it's a kid's movie. And it's definitely, like... Not for kids. It's not not for kids, but it's not for, like... I wouldn't take, like, a three-year-old to go see it. But yeah. I might take, like, a ten-year-old. And I feel like, hey, we're going to have to explain that this character is psychic. You can't just, like, wait you know 40 minutes in and then like oh yeah she's psychic and she can figure out this christmas idea is no good see yeah. it's bubkiss this fucking I christmas didn't even, bunk over here I, as you heard i didn't even connect those two things i didn't right it's not that explained that was, very well i'm yeah. like wow she has the power to make a christmas tree out of a dead flower that's kind of what i thought and then she says later she says uh, she has a vision and i'm like oh i must have missed that <laughs> not realizing that was her vision. that was the vision i want to say Give the man a break. Who's the man? On the first day, he gets back from Halloween, and then he's like, presumably, like the next morning, the mayor's at his on his ass. Like, hey, we got ideas for next Halloween. We only have sixty-five more days. I mean, I guess they live in Halloween Town, but still, it's like take a day. Do you think they get Christmas off? Do you think they celebrate Christmas and Halloween? I guess not, because he was genuinely confused. They didn't know what Christmas was, right? And they didn't know what Easter Bunny was because they tried to kidnap that. Called him Mr. Bunny. Yeah. Um, I'd also didn't like... I guess we're supposed to take that Jack Skellington is maybe chaotic good. Is that how he would be categorized? Yeah. Um, If we were playing D&D. Right. But he... uh, Like he advocates kidnapping Santa Claus. Right? Yeah. The kids don't misinterpret that part of the plan. He says to treat him nicely. But kidnapping still but just But still kidnap him. Yeah. Removing someone from where they want to be and taking them by force is kidnapping. But I think the, the presumption here is that they don't understand the depth. Because which... they're evil. Yeah. Right. Like they're exactly. not They're not chaotic good. They are chaotic evil. Yeah. yeah. Those kids are bastards. 
I feel it felt felt bad for the boogeyman because he was just doing what he does. Also, interesting. This is just a side note, not really a really a quibble. But uh, Satan is in this movie, and he's just a bit player. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even the most popular guy in town. Satan is just like along for the ride. Like, huh? What's wrong with Jack? I'm like, dude. <laughs> Don't you have a job to be doing, like luring the souls of men and women alike? Or at least making them eat pomegranates or apples or whatever. (laughs) If we're going for the whole, like, you know, Greek thing. Yeah. Um, Sally really burned my hide. Okay. Like sexually? No. Okay. Uh, she. That's what I, I assume that gay people, when they get uh, sexually aroused, it's in their butts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you actually can feel like a heat coming off yeah. of it. Um, but Sally, <laughs> you can actually hear that like, <laughs> um, her, I mean, I, I touched on this earlier, but her whole character is pining. Yeah. And I, like, I feel like at the end of the, I think the last line of the movie is, as you can see, it was meant to be. And then, uh, Jack and Sally kiss and, I mean, usually I get swept up in that shit no matter how poorly done it's uh, executed. But this time I was like, what are you talking about? I think they've exchanged three lines to each other this whole yeah. fucking movie. Well, yeah. Like, they, all I know is that she likes him and he seems to not even realize she exists. When he says her name aloud was the first time I realized, oh, he must know her in he some knows way. Her, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the last, like, uh, the last scene of the movie, right before they say that line. He goes, Sally. And I'm like, oh, he does know her. Okay. Well, no, like, when, when he's giving everyone Christmas jobs, when they come in, and then she's the last one there, and he tasks her to make him his Santa uniform, mm-hmm. he calls her by name there, and that's the first time. And, that, uh-huh. and I had the same reaction, though. I was like, oh, I guess he knows her. Well, he's also saying, hey, you so real good. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you've got to listen to me. He's like, whatever, chick. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this movie does not pass the Bechdel test. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there are a total of four women in Halloween Town, two of which are witches. Oh, yeah. Um, there's the two witches, there's Sally, and then there's the... The swamp lady. The oh, creature yeah. from the Blue Lagoon is technically and a And then the little girl. The uh, Oh, yeah, the witch girl. Yeah. Five. Yeah. And three of them are witches. <laughs> <laughs> and one is evil. Again, as I've said earlier, yeah. she tried to kill Santa Claus by feeding him to the Oogie Boogie. Whoops. Who was a pretty good villain if they had, like, tried to make him... I mean, he's another one. He gets introduced about halfway through the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, what is... And you don't even see him yeah, until, like, a, like, about three quarters of the way through the movie. And I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. And why should I care? And why does he sound like Audrey too? <laughs> that's all i got out of it he's like feed me seymour i mean I, I liked his song and yeah he had uh, the best song his character seemed interesting in that what i could glean was his character like he has a fascination with dice yeah. and he has like a uh, playing card uh roulette and he has like some sort of jackpot creatures he's that come out and lights. try and drag and i'm just like okay i guess he's into games but i don't know why he's just a sack it played, it played very much like he was a video game villain and like it was like a boss level. Yeah, that fight. last scene. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was about that thinly explained. Like like where it was like Guess we gotta beat the shit out of this guy. This guy. <laughs> yeah. He stole your girl. Um I had a couple things I liked I wanted to highlight here. Uh 
the science experiment scene, Jack is trying to figure out how to better explain Christmas to the Halloween Town residents because he tries, and they're all like, "What do you mean, stick mouse traps in a sock or right. whatever?" He tries to explain so- uh, stockings, and yeah. like, is there a foot in it? Yeah, and so he he's like, "I need to conduct some experience." He gets science gear from Doctor Finkelstein or whatever, and mm-hmm. then uh, he's just doing random science experiments and like examining uh, um, ornaments and then what else happens? It, he tries to do an equation for Christmas, yeah, which chest- is very charming. No, it was, it was chestnuts and then the dividing line right. over a fire and it's like, you know, chestnuts over a roasting yeah. fire. That was, that or was whatever. Amazing. I will say, uh, I, I, coming off of that, this movie does montages very well. Like yes. every montage I found very charming. That's one of them. The actual scene where Jack is delivering presents on Christmas Day was That's, very funny because you yeah. saw all the pre- well, how the, all the presents just did not work properly um and there was one more i think them decorating for christmas was very cute too because you you started to get the idea like they don't know what they're doing right um and that was that was very charming uh in and of itself and i will say in terms of liking it like i mean it goes without saying like tim burton is a very visually arresting and interesting guy and this was especially at his peak yeah um and i mean there are many images from this movie that uh, are memorable and very yeah. well done. And all the characters are designed very well. They're just sort of, that's supposed to carry them through. And they're, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. They're literally drawn well. They're not figuratively <laughs> right, drawn exactly. well. Yeah. I also liked the, the little jazz trio that yes. kept showing up and they kept tri- doing like minor really, key yeah, really Christmas songs. Like m- Romanian versions of Christmas songs, basically <laughs> very minor jazz band. Uh, and then, yeah, the, I feel like to me, the, the montage of the bad Christmas gifts is like worth the price of admission. Like that's, that that's, seemed to be what they were going for. That was sort money. of a, a home alone thing where it's yeah. like, we just got to coast until you get to this sweet ass montage at the end. Well, and that was the, the big thing in the trailer. Cause I remember that when the kid pulls a severed shrunken head yeah. out of his Christmas present out of the box. I remember that from the trailer and probably that's why I didn't watch this because <laughs> I'm still a bit sensitive to like scary things. And like, this doesn't scare me now, but like, it would have terrified me if I had yeah. seen this one that came out at 11. Yeah, that would have been, I was scarred for life when gremlins came out. Like I still think of how scared I was and gremlins is pretty tame. Not scary. <laughs> Anything else you liked or did not like before I get to my big issue at the end? I liked the, the stylist, the Tim Gunn demon that was like, <laughs> I can make you a rat hat. Yeah. Uh, I have another sort of, just mythology question here. Ooh, I love... Put my pen down. I'm again, ready. Again, it doesn't, like... This is not really that big of a knock against Don't... Me, but... Don't cut it at the ankles before you <laughs> ask it. What? It's the same thing, like, okay, so... We ran into this with Rainbow Bright back in the day <laughs> when we watched this. Like, uh-huh. are the citizens, like, indentured servants? Or what are they... Because they... When they're not doing Halloween anymore and they're like sort of decorating. They're like sad. They're like being made. The citizens of Halloween town are like decorating at, when, at first. Maybe they get into it later. Are they but. sad? Yeah. Are the rest like, of them that are not, all the non-Jack Skellington's not sad? Yeah. I mean, one is enslaved to her creator, of course. 
Yes. Well, she said, but I mean, they were like, I guess we're getting ready for Christmas. And they were like bummed about it. And it was like, who's making you do this? Jack's making you do this. Do you work for Jack? Do you work for the mayor? How does this work? I don't understand. It's the same with the elves. Like when anytime you see, like, you I don't, thought they all got excited when they, when he well, came back with all these ideas for Christmas. You don't, oh, the, the citizens? Yeah. The citizens of Halloween town. At first they, they're confused, uh-huh. but, they, but, but then, then they like, get really into it. They're into it. But there's, when they're decorating, they're like sad about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they were. That's the vibe I got. Because they got really into, once he started lying and saying Sandy Claus was like, you know, this demonic creature, they're like, yeah, I can get on this. No, there was some scene where I felt, maybe I just interpreted it wrong, but I felt like they were being Because then the kids get to gleefully kidnap a mythic creature in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. But it happens in, in like, just on a broader scale, like, to when elves working for santa are disgruntled as opposed to just when everybody's like cheery and happy like you don't really think about it that much you're right. like oh they're just there because they're there they like, but like if they're gingerbread if they're not happy if they're like oh, here we go making toys for this guy i'm like is this your job or like Hermie and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer yeah or is it like are you being made to do this what's going on yeah and i can't help but think about it and it's like the uh what are the the twinks <laughs> The Twinks. They were called Twinks. <laughs> the Twinks and Rainbow, right? Which where- was funny because they were surprisingly hairy. Mm-hmm. And not very lean. No. See episode three, Rainbow. <laughs> we do discuss that. Uh, but yeah, it was the same thing where it's like, you can't look into it too far or, too right. far, or it's like, these don't are, pick at it. These are slaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, okay. Well, the biggest issue, and I, we sort of touched on this in Beetlejuice, but I'm very surprised, like... This movie has, like, a reputation, uh, you know, for outsiders, like, oh, this is my favorite Christmas movie because it's about, you know, dark souls like me or whatever. You know what um, my Christmas favorite Christmas movie is? Is it Die Hard? Die Hard. <laughs> You're very interesting. Um, I said Die Hard. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Um, but it has this reputation that, you know, outsiders like it because it's about outsiders. But almost like every other Tim Burton movie, it's very like shallow interpretation of outsiders. And if you think about this movie for any amount of time, it's telling you that, hey, stay in your lane, dude. Bloom where you're planted. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be doing Halloween shit. Don't get interested in anything else. Uh, this is what you do. You are an outsider. This is what you do. This is what you're like. You're into Halloween. Yeah. And uh, don't broaden your horizons. <laughs> Tim Burton has that sort of attitude. He has this very visually arresting style, but a very, like, by the books, like, view of how the world works. Mm. Which is like, yeah, Beetlejuice is really cool, but he's the bad guy, and we actually want these very suburban rural people to actually succeed against him. Um, and I don't know, it, 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 it bothered me a little bit. Like, it, the whole movie ends with the status quo. Nothing changes at the end of the movie. Other than they know each other's holidays exist. Yeah. Yeah. And, they and get it's snow. like, hey, and I got Christmas still, and you got Halloween. They have snow now, though. I guess. And I don't know. And it was like, hey, you can't do this shit. No matter how yeah. much you want to, you can't do Christmas. Yeah. And it was also very hurtful. Like, it's not about Christmassy people trying to get into Halloween. It's about these outsiders trying to get into the most popular holiday, yeah. cash grabbiest, faux cheeriest holiday of the year. <laughs> and it's like, no, you can't do this. This is the realm of elves and, you know, eternal bearded men. 
<laughs> I don't know. That always rubs me the wrong way about yeah. Tim Burton movies. It's like, yeah, the weirdo's kind of interesting, but you don't want to be around him too long. He's a weirdo. What do you think, though, that what they're what what he's trying to get across rather than stay in your lane is more be confident in who you are and but i mean jack was confident in who he is and that first scene where he comes out and his head's on fire everyone's super into him yeah he knows what he's doing and then when he when everyone goes away that's when he yeah, says oh i don't move. like my job um but then the moral of the story is like hey you do like your job. kidnap a man <laughs> fail and then you will like your job because you'll realize you cannot possibly do anything else um, you are cursed to an eternity of scaring children, Jack Skellington. I think it was like something I heard on, I don't know, Freakonomics or something, where they were talking about how like people that are, have been in their jobs for 10 years or more or something like that for a, for a long period of time, not, not necessarily quantifiable, but enough where they feel confident in their, what they're doing are much happier, uh-huh. even though they might have some like complacency or whatever, but like there's uh, some element of just knowing being really confident in what right. you're doing that makes you kind of lose some of those like anxieties of right. of I'm I'm a failure and yeah, a fraud of always looking for that now if if it has to, there have to be a lot of caveats of like enjoying the job and enjoying the people you work with and like blah 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 but like just having been doing something for long enough you'll actually be happier of course then you get to Jack's point and you're just bored with it what is the moral of this movie, do you think? Pay attention to the uh, woman who's made of leaves. Who only exists to hope that you love her one day. Yeah. I don't know what the moral is. What it, do you know? What I don't think there is a moral to this movie. I don't think so either. I think it's a... Uh, or I if th- there is one, it's not on purpose. This is certainly mostly about the visuals. Like, they yes. were... Yeah, I mean, like... Even more so than than normal because it's stop motion and there's so much work that went into the visuals yeah. and there's so much thought. A lot more thought went into the visuals than went into the script for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that does come across because you're like, what is what is the moral of this movie? Isn't that neat? Is, <laughs> is what the moral of this movie Maintain is. the status quo, children. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the music? I think the music, uh, there were a few hit and miss uh, moments, but overall I liked it. What did you think? Well, you do music. I, you're a musician. You play music downtown. Mostly this is more like, (laughs) to me, this felt more like an opera than a musical because like other than uh, some exceptions, which I'll get to it, they're just sort of singing what's going on. It's not, well, and it's not like a chorus like here's a hook of the song for a lot of the songs it's just like continuous motion like they just keep talking and they're rhyme they're rhyming there's couplets right. and stuff but but they're just sort of there's not like a sections of songs it's it's very much more like a um well it's like they're not doing the sort of catchy right. musical thing especially like, with jack with skellington who is almost constantly singing to the point where if you look at the credits danny elfman is the singing voice of Jack Skellington and Chris Sarandon of Susan fame. Prince Humberdy. Uh, 
and Prince Humperdinck fan. Yeah. Uh, he he is the speaking voice, and I knew that going in because I took a look at the IMDb page before we started watching, and I started to feel bad for Chris Sarandon at one point yeah. because I was like, why did you hire him? Why couldn't Danny Elfman just do the whole thing? Yeah. He seems to be speak singing, you know, like Rex Harrison throughout half the movie anyway. Yeah. So why doesn't he just speak the speaking parts yeah, and that- sing the singing parts? Sing the singing parts and uh, call it a day. That's what I call one my, less paycheck. That's what I call my vocal cords. My singing parts. Check out these singing parts, and that's when you show people your vocal cords. It's very disturbing. But I think with a, a couple of exceptions, I think the music kind of sucks in this. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's it's not exceptionally bad, but it's just not. It's just like they're singing instead of reading lines in a script. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it started as a poem, that makes sense. They're just probably reading. I saw that. Stuff. They kept referring in the trivia section on IMDb there. They kept yeah. referring to this poem. I was like, what the fuck is this poem? I guess that's how it started. Is Tim Burton wrote The Nightmare Before Christmas and then went, we got to make a movie out of this. And then he's like, that's ah, about all the work I'm going to be doing anyway, though. Yeah. <laughs> I got to finish Batman 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I mean, there there wasn't. I can only think of three songs. I well, actually four because I know Sally gets her own. Uh, what do you got? What's this? Yeah, down in Halloween Town. Yeah, is that a song? Mm, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know which one you're talking. The Oogie about, Boogie but. Blues or whatever. Yeah, and Sally's Lament or whatever. We start with "This Is Halloween," and I, I again, I only know that one. Oh, okay. From that uh, video of of the light the house with the yeah. lights but also uh it's it's one of those that um and this happened when we were watching the other musical rocky horror picture show where there's a lot of different voices saying a lot of things and i'm some like, more understandable than the yeah others. and it's all very lo-fi and very like <laughs> and it's like okay <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get that rhyme, but it had to that. rhyme with lament because that's what he said. What did you say right, again? Yeah. If I maybe should have turned the old closed captioning on that part, <laughs> I would have appreciated it more. Uh, and then there's uh, Jack's lament, which is the, his whatever his, and I can't sing it to you because there's no melody to it. It's just him being yeah, like, just I don't like Halloween as much as I used to. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Flawless. there's what's this, which is, which is pretty good. Yeah. I like that one. Um, and that's the one that, and I would say that's probably the main theme of the, cause it pops up throughout the rest of the, it movie. does reprise. Yeah. And then, uh, you've got the town meeting song, which where he comes up with the Sandy Claus thing. Sure. It, another one where he's just sort of through singing. And then, mm. Uh, it's called Jack's Obsession. That's the something's up with Jack, oh, which I kept okay. thinking they were saying Jeff. I was like, who's Jeff? <laughs> but then eventually they start saying His Jack. His brother, yeah. Jeff Skellington. Yeah. Less popular. And then the kids sing a song, Kidnap the Santa Claus, which was like, okay, that one was kind of- That one, though, also suffered from that same problem because I was like, oh, I bet that was a good rhyme because whatever, the word he just said was good, so yeah. whatever you said earlier must have been really good because I can't understand a fucking word you're saying. It's Yeah, it's, it's the um, like the chipmunk thing where it's like sometimes the bit undercuts the fact yeah. that you can't understand a fucking word they're <laughs> saying. This is definitely like old man corner with Damon and DJ. I get that, but whatever. What the fuck is up with these chipmunks? They got singing songs now. Witch doctors, get out of here! Get out of here with that! You want a hula hoop? What are you, a ruffian? 
That, let me tell you something. Let me get on my high horse about that. When you are singing a song, and then you have to speed that song up, maybe don't use the word that ends in, that has an L in it, and ends in a P. Because those are two, you can't just hold those. So when I was a kid, when they would get to that line where Alvin would say, me, I want a hula hoop, all I heard is, me, I want a and I'm like, what is he saying? What the fuck is that? You can't hold a plosive long enough to speed it up later. <laughs> Thank God for these pop filters. Am I right? Um, pop filters. There was Garrison pop filters. Pop make- your filters <laughs> with pop. They have the making Christmas song, which is when they are finally decorating. They're sick. And it's like sort of in montage, the, sort of in the tune of making. Were they of a different song? I don't know. Um, then they have the Oogie Boogie song where he's like, you joking. I like that one. Yeah. That was a good one. Villain songs uh, are always great. Yeah. Um, then we have Sally's bullshit. She's <laughs> pining for set. Uh, Why won't a man love me? My life is meaningless until a man loves me. And then, I thought it was catchy. I don't know about you. <laughs> I like yours better than the actual <laughs> And then... Uh, Poor Jack, which is the, what have I done? It's another one where he, like... What's he, that one, when he gets shot down over yeah, uh, yeah, Springfield? Yeah, yeah, when he sees, like, what he's done, I guess. Yeah, he gets shot down. Um, yeah, another one that doesn't really have much of a... Yeah, he it's, yeah. And then there's, like, a Jack's Back song. <laughs> like, Jack's Back in town. Jack is back, all right! Yeah, that's it. I mean, the rest is reprises. Um... So yeah, not a not like a album with a lot of singles on it. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Right. No uh no bye bye byes on that one. No. <laughs> this would be uh in the back catalog. Well, uh Wyatt, uh the night manager over at Spencer's Gifts, uh <laughs> he would beg to differ with you. <laughs> uh what do you think? You wanna go to the verdict? Yeah. All right. For Christmas, Tim yeah. Burton's The. What do you think? I think it's bad. Say with gusto. Um, well, you didn't like this movie. I watched you not like it. Yeah, I mean the the montages that that we spoke of earlier almost got they got me to like literally 40. three minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they but they were so good. The one the one uh-huh. of the bad Christmas presents especially was like got it up to like forty nine. I mean, the whole flight over the town is pretty good, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the the science experiment, and then what was the other one? Decorating was okay. Yeah. I didn't like that one as much, but uh, well, the hat it had the hat bed in there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I did like that. You're right. Uh, but that got it up to like 49% at most for me. So like I... That's generous. Yeah. So for me, who didn't have a relationship with this movie in the first place, like I never want to see this again. I'm okay if it never... I mean, if if people are like super into it, you know, I wouldn't like leave a party. But like if you were... Oh, wait. Are they just sitting down to watch the movie at the party? I don't know what Because I would leave that party. I don't know what scenario I just cooked up in my head. <laughs> Um, hey guys, stop dancing for a minute. We're putting a movie on. 
We're going to have like bat flavored no, hot Greg, cocoa. Put the, put the punch down. We're watching a movie. The ladle clangs against the bowl. It makes too much noise for the movie. Your inner child is an idiot. What do you think? Your inner child is an idiot. Yeah. And the sad, the biggest tragedy here is that Catherine O'Hara is in this movie, but no one wins the Catherine no O'Hara Memorial yeah. MVP award. Yeah. That's the saddest thing. There was not, even the, like, nobody did a bad job at voicing characters or anything, but it was just, there was nothing to speak of. Uh, Oogie Boogie, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But he's, like, so barely there. Like, it was like, at some point, someone woke up, like, out of a a cold sweat and said, we need need a a real villain, big villain in this movie, immediately. Yeah. It's like, but we're almost done with the movie. Do you think, These are my characters who work at the studio. We're almost done with the movie. That's Bob and marketing, obviously. <laughs> Played by Don Knotts. <laughs> Did you, do you have that same sensation that you had where you, remember you were said you were disappointed because it wasn't the movie you thought it was? Did you, do you feel that again? Like, do you understand? No, because I kind of knew what the movie was like yeah. this time around. Um, but I, I get, well, I can see why I'd be disappointed. Yeah. I don't know if I was expecting a Grinch type deal or, or, you know, some sort of, uh, Christmas by way of Halloween, which you sort of get. Yeah. But I don't know if I was turned off by the fact, like, these characters aren't charmingly, like... There's no heart. Sinister. They are evil yeah. characters. There's not really a lot of heart in this movie, uh, like, yeah. for a Christmas movie. Or, you know, a Halloween movie, maybe. And the moral of the story is, hey, guys, maintain the status quo. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you're in a child as an idiot. Yeah. What do you guys think? And my grandma was right. It's an ugly movie. It is. No, she isn't. It's a very good-looking movie Yeah, in a very ugly way. It, it's an intentionally ugly movie. Sure. Alor. What was her name? Alor, <laughs> son of Agnor. <laughs> she was, uh, my grandma was the witch king of Angmar. Alloy. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> uh, her name was Alno. Alno. That's what it was. What do you guys think? Call our hotline, 615-576-0525. Leave us a message. You can uh, also email us, idiot at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Y-I-C-I-A-I. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram. Your inner child is an idiot. I just posted a very sexy picture of Tim Allen. Zazala. <laughs> Those uh, are my eyebrows talking. And of course, you can uh, get on Patreon and uh, give us money. Money, please. <laughs> and you get to have your name read at the end of the show. I want to thank Joshua Nicholson, mm-hmm. Karen Kurt, yep. Larissa Maestro. Mm-hmm. Dan McIntyre. Ghost in the Burbs. And Jonathan Day. Yes. Did you know that Jonathan Day's uh, father invented uh, the sun? <laughs> Is that That's true? where we get the name Day. That's huh. why we called it that. I in thought honor of just, him. I thought they were just responsible for the, the beds that you only have, uh, the smaller beds. <laughs> Is it a couch? Is it a bed? I don't know. Uh, and did you know that uh, Larissa Maestro's grandfather... No, wait, sorry. Grandmother, mm-hmm. hashtag feminism, was yes. the first person to pick up a stick in front of an orchestra. Oh. And they were like, you know what we're going to call you now? Maestros. I did not know that. Yeah. Little those history. Are all, those are all facts that you can Little look history. up in a, any book. name etymology. Any book, any book you can grab. They'll be in there. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. What's this? What's this? Uh, Something uh, is in here. What's this? Uh, What's this? And Sally comes in and she's like, I want to get married. But a bit alarming. 
Oh, that's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, there's another fucked up movie. Stockholm. Stockholm fucking syndrome. Yeah. He's, should I be with the emotionally abusive man or the physically abusive man? How can a girl choose? (laughs) 